The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. What is up, Chrissy? Hiya, I'm back. How did everything go, all right? Great, great, yeah. yeah. I just circumnavigated the entire pla- planet, yeah, the globe. Yeah, because you In left- the last week, it, yeah, I left on the Tuesday and I was back on the Thursday. And I went from, I literally went all the way around. So I went from Boston to San Fran, San Fran to Australia. And then on the way home, Australia to Qatar, Qatar to Boston. So I went around the entire globe <laughs> in a week. Hey, yeah, that's all right. Week. Yeah. That's but no, right. Australia was good. Good to see the fam. Everyone's doing well. Good. In bad circumstances to go yeah, down there, well. but those things bring everyone together. So yeah. I couldn't have planned a holiday and seen all the people that I got to see. So yeah, taking true. the positive, I got to see everybody. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Casey, what's up? Kevin Turner, Dutch. What's happening? Junior Salinas, what's going on? All right, let's get right into it. I am excited for today, Chrissy. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. You ever wonder why your neighbor has a line of people trying to get into his backyard when he has a barbecue, but nobody is lining up to get into your backyard, Chrissy? It's because they're using Uncle Steve Shakes, and I'm not. That's a fact. Uncle Steve uses the finest, freshest ingredients in his entire 12 seasoning line from the original to the gator shake to the competition line all the way to the dessert shake. Uncle Steve has incredible customer service. He's the one answering the phones. He, if, the, if the, there is something missing on your order, he will call you and get it fixed so you receive your mm-hmm. order in a timely fashion which he prides himself on. Check him out at UncleSteveShake.com and also check out the Facebook group Uncle Steve's Shake Nation for giveaways, discounts, and uh, some uh, holiday specials, which I'm imagining are going to be coming soon. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling thanks to my friends at twoguyscigars.com. Today, it's like Christmas. <laughs> I am smoking one. my fa- all-time favorite, the Padron Anniversary 1964. Thanks to my friends at twoguyscigars.com, I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, Guy Cigars. Com. Also brought to you by Backline Smokers and Backline Fabrication. Ryan Newland is building the craziest pits on the market today, hailing out of Austin, Texas. I am still amazed by the effortless that I'm putting into firing my new pit up from him. It is, it's stupid easy. <laughs> Just fire it up, let it roll for an hour. It evens itself out, and it's going to sit there 
in my yard right between 275 and 300 all day long. One little half a split about every every hour or so. Wow. It, it is stupid efficient right now. So I don't know if that's a new design on a firebox and what, but it is crazy. Ryan can take care of any of your custom build needs from your regular backyard cooker all the way to a thousand gallon trailer smoker in his incredible Frankenstein multi tool, which is next on the list. Hopefully, Mrs. Mag ain't listening. But check him out at Backline Fab, Backline Smokers. You will not be disappointed. Backline Fabrication, build what you want, not what you need. Also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Our brother Alan Fonte knows little something about fire management. Being a Miami-Dade firefighter, he has created the Magna Chef Gloves. And these are an absolute dream. Made of food-grade silicone, patented magnetic clips. For the easy on off, you don't drop the glove, get right back in, heat rated up to 500 degrees, got the two finger web fit for firm grip, one size fits all, dishwasher safe, but he did not stop there. For anybody who is more comfortable with your standard five finger glove, neoprene, with the extra long gauntlet, protect the forearms, he has come out. With the Freedom Freedom. Gloves. Same as everything with before, except these were heat rated up 932 degrees. Literally lifted the firebox out of the smoker with the fire going and just stood there holding it. No flinch, nothing burned. Gloves are a little pristine. These are a little dirty, but whatever. That's all right. But check them out at MagnusChef.com. That's M-A-G-N-E-C-H-E-F.com. And at checkout, use code ROYAL21 for 15% off your order. That's ROYAL21 for 15% off. MagnusChef gloves, master the fire. Freedom gloves, take a stand, free your hands. Also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com. Brother Ian Hemming is built making what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. These cutting boards take an absolute beating from the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the massive brisket board, 18 by 36 inches, to the pizza board for the perfect slice every time. The rubber... Nubs on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, these boards will not slide on you. Accidentally nick yourself, these will not move. Mm-mm. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That's the letter R, us.com. Ross Schmidt, what's up? Big Rome, Guy Chisholm, what's happening? Chrissy, you're in the chat. Tim uh-huh. Rogers, Max calling <laughs> oh, yeah. you out. Peter. Dutch, my brother, Doug Peterson, what's happening, KC Jr., Kevin, yep, okay, all the gang is here, so let's get into it. Mm -hmm. A few months ago, I had Smitty on from Luton Booty Barbecue, and after the show, I asked, I go, hey, obviously, I, I asked all my guests, 
you know, who's add to my list. Yeah. Let's go. And he had given me Kyle from Your Behind Barbecue. And he also nice. gave me today's guest. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it because right now he is hot. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Fergalicious Barbecue, Mr. Richard Fergola. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? You actually said my last name right. A lot of people mess that up. That's awesome. Hey, man, I do research, <laughs> especially when it comes to the names. You know, tr- trying to catch Kyle's last name, and I oh, nailed yeah, that one. Sure. Matashevsky. Yeah. Bang. I do research because <laughs> that's, that's, your, that's your last name. That's the name everybody, yeah. your family gave you. Yep. you take pride in that name. I'm going to say it right. I agree. That's the first and foremost part about it. But, man, Richard, thank you so much, man, for taking time to join us. I know you're busy as hell. You're hot as hell right now, and we'll get into that. Mm. But first and foremost, can you tell the audience, who is Richard Fergola? How did you get into barbecue in the first hand? And uh, how was the journey up to today? Well, I'm Richard Fergola. I live in Gardner, Kansas, which is a little suburb of uh, Kansas City, Kansas. Um, I live here with my wife of 23 years. We have three kids, two, uh, three dogs. Um, I was a high school special education teacher for 21 years. I coached uh, high school and college wrestling for 18 years, won a national championship as a college coach. Um, and uh you know, the barbecue thing happened. I mean, I grew up in Topeka, Kansas, which is about an hour from Kansas City. So I kind of grew up around the influence of it, but didn't really eat much barbecue growing up. I, you know, I'm, I'm part Italian. So um, lot, lots of lots of meat and potatoes and pasta and, you know, just uh, nothing fancy growing up eating. We were a middle class family. And um, I retired from coaching back in 2012. And I just kind of took a year off just, you know, coming home from work and hanging out with the family, watching footballs on the weekends. Um, the wife and I was all, we were always fans of watching, uh, you know, food shows, especially barbecue pitmasters. Um, and, uh, we just kind of started to get into it. And, uh, I was leaving the school that our son actually is getting ready to graduate from. I, I taught there for three years and I became an administrator. And when I left, my colleagues got me a gift going away gift, which was a um, a seat to the KCBS CBJ class to become a certified barbecue judge. And so I went and took the class with a buddy of mine and um, became a KCBS judge. And I was like, I don't know what this means, but um, we found ourselves a contest to go judge and completely blown away by the experience. We were like, um, this is nuts. And we just kind of walked around uh, checking out all the rigs, looking at, at all this. And of course, we've been watching barbecue pitmasters for a while. And uh, judged about five contests and uh, went and cooked our first one. Our, our youngest son, who's a senior in high school now, is actually the one that came up with our name. Uh, my nickname has been Fergie since I was like 10 years old. Um, so I've been Fergie for about 40 years. But uh, uh, And Fergalicious was born, man. Went to our first contest, got hooked, and uh, the rest is freaking history, bro. <laughs> Out the gate running. That's fantastic. And, you know, yeah, and that's, that's um, you know, a lot of us, especially now today, where all of us, a lot were influenced by the Pitmaster show. And, the, you know, the fame, you're sitting there watching it and 
on loop pretty much every weekend, still to this day, in the, you know, the famous last words, I bet I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, we got, I got to be on that show yeah. um, in 2014. So that was kind of a dream come true. And, um, you know, I was still pretty wet behind the ears when I got to get on, when I got to be on that show. And um, obviously it, it taught me a lot. I learned a lot from that experience. Um, and, you know, like you just said, it's on loop all the time. I get, I get text messages and Facebook messages every time it airs. Um, and I always ask the same question. Did I win this time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's yeah. funny. That's funny. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll jump right to the barbecue pit masters. Um, like you said, you, that was 2014 and you started in 2012. So two years into the game, how did that process go? Did you, uh, you know, apply for it or did someone reach out to you? I know I've talked to a few guys who've been on it through years and they got phone calls going, hey, would you be interested in this? Here's the idea of the show and, and whatnot. How, was, how did you get in with them and what, how was your experience with all the filming and everything that went along with it? Yeah, well, the first time my wife and I auditioned, we did a, an audition video. And really, you know, there's a casting service called JS Casting that pretty much cast about every food show on the planet. Um, and, you know, every, we get if you're in the food industry, you're getting emails from them all the time. You know, hey, you know, uh, you know, audition for this, audition for that. And so we, we auditioned the first time and didn't get picked. And then the second time, uh, my teammate at the time um, and I put together a video that was freaking hilarious. Um, you can probably still Google it and find it some somewhere on the internet or audition tape, but, um, did the audition video, sent it in. It was new year's Eve. I'm in my kitchen here where I'm sitting right now. And, and I'm, I'm putting together meatballs for our, our new year's Eve party that night. And I had gloves on and my, my phone rings. I saw it was a New York city phone number and I was like, Oh snap, you know, and, um, it went to voicemail. My wife was taking a, a nap cause she had a headache. And so I listened to the voicemail and it was the casting director, um, saying that we had been selected to be on the show. So uh, I woke her up and then I called my teammate at the time and, and uh, we called the people back and said, they said, Hey, you're coming to Tampa, uh, Florida in January and filming barbecue pit masters. And we were just, uh, we were elated. Um, we had a party that night and we basically to tell all our friends, even though we weren't supposed to tell anybody, um, we played the voicemail for them over our loudspeaker in our bedroom and said, or in our living room and said, you got to keep this a secret, you know? Um, <laughs> But it was a great experience. Um, like I said, it was the it was the end of January in Tampa, and uh, we were on the Kansas City episode. And actually, that's how uh, Mike Johnson from Sugarfire and Joe Pierce from Slaps and us all became friends. Um, we were all just kind of beginning then, um, and we all met in a hotel lobby in in Tampa, Florida, for a production meeting. and And it was awesome. We had great weather. It was it was warm on day one, and then it got cold. And you know, there's alligators jumping out of the out of the water behind us, and um, it was nuts. I mean, it was just, it was, it was really cool. Um, our judges were, uh, were big Mo, uh, Myron and, and, uh, Tuffy, um, all three of which have become friends of mine now. And, uh, I wouldn't have changed anything. I mean, we didn't win the show, but, um, it definitely uh, served as a catalyst into, uh, what, what Fergalicious is today. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <clears throat> we got, we got a question, not barbecue related right off the bat. From uh, Tim Rogers, <clears throat> he goes, didn't he see that you helped coach the one and only Brock Lesnar? 
Uh, you helped coach him? No, you. Oh, um, I didn't help coach Brock Lesnar. I coached against Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, when I was a college wrestling coach, um, uh, we, uh, would always hit a, a, a tournament in Vegas. And, uh, so the university of Minnesota was always at that contest. And, um, you know, I, I coached at a four year at an NAI school. Um, and we had some, we had some super tough studs, but, um, Brock was on another freaking level. Um, and so, you know, we had to, um, you know, that was a tough one. We didn't win that match. Uh, I I've had several guys in the UFC. Um, one of the guys I did coach that was a, an all American for me on my national championship championship team was Ben Henderson, okay. um, who ended up being a UFC, uh, lightweight champ, um, and, uh, Ben the smooth Henderson. So he, uh, he was a two-time All-American for me on my national championship team and then actually served as one of my assistant coaches uh, after he graduated. So Nice, nice. Actually, yeah. that, that, that's a whole different question that just came to my mind. So obviously we focus so much on what we're doing at a competition or, or, or just cooking in general for that matter. And, you know, there's always distractions. And with being in the wrestling game, you know, it, it's very mental, tough, very disciplined. Do you take any of those, any, I guess, tips or ways of going about things wrestling and move that into the barbecue game? 100, man, 100. Um, it's, I'm a firm believer that there is a, uh, a psychology to competition barbecue, um, and it's not much different from when I was a- an athlete or a coach. <laughs> Um, you know, one of the things I teach in my barbecue classes all the time is, um, that you, you have to believe that you can win, you, you know, when you roll into a contest, you have to believe that you're the best team there. Um, and you always hear the talk about teams that take your class and they're like, yeah, you know, we're, we're always at contests with you and this team and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we're, you know, we, we see that you're there and we're intimidated by that. And I'm like, you don't be, don't be intimidated. Because it's you're not really cooking against me, you're cooking against yourself and, and cooking against the judges. And um, you know, yes, wrestling and coaching play to, plays a huge part in everything I do. Um, and you know, some people call it being cocky or whatever. I just my dad used to always say, "Be confident." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just very confident in what I do, and uh, I have to maintain that all the time because I, I where I live, I'm competing against the best pit masters in the world uh, every single freaking weekend, man. So uh, I can't ever let my let my let my A game slip. Oh, for sure, for sure. Matt, what's going on? Aaron, what's happening? <laughs> There's Smitty. <laughs> and he goes, I've challenged Fergie to wrestle me a million times. <laughs> Come on, take and I always Go ahead. And I always tell him, I always tell him I don't want to hurt him, man. That's it. Takedowns for twenties in the parking lot, boys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> We've all been there after after a few cocktails, I suppose, late night. But, <laughs> but oh, that's funny. Smitty, thanks for tuning in, brother. Appreciate it. John, what's happening? So you had the pit masses, and then just recently, you were featured on Barbecue USA with Michael Simon. Now, how was that experience? Because that was a little bit different than pit masters. It was... You know, pitmasters, you're going head-to-head, three of you. But you were just at a regular competition. They were just filming everything, stopping by the trail, getting some insight with you. How was that experience compared to the experience from pitmasters? 
Oh, and actually in between those two in 2017, I was on Chopped on Food Network, uh, okay. Chopped Grill Masters. And that was, that was definitely on the other end of the spectrum of an experience. That was crazy nuts. Um, you know, it wasn't really barbecue, but Barbecue USA easily, easily was the, the most fun show we ever did because we got to do exactly what we do. Um, and uh, I know I'm biased in this, uh, in this um, opinion, but I think it's the best barbecue show I've ever watched. Uh, not necessarily just our episode, but the whole season, um, because you get to see everybody in their element. And Michael Simon is a freaking class A guy. Um, super intelligent when it comes to cooking and just really cool. And he really makes that show. He really connects the audience with us. Um, and, uh, I was fortunate enough to be on the last episode too in Memphis. And, uh, we were just talking about wrestling a little bit ago when he was actually a wrestler too. uh, wrestled at one of the most prestigious high schools in the Cleveland area. So when we were at Memphis, we just sat there and had a couple of drinks and talked wrestling for an hour. Awesome. Um, and how we translated it, him into being a chef and becoming on TV and me becoming a pit mat, you know, all those things. Um, but barbecue USA was so much fun. I was so, I was so fortunate to have my wife be on the show with me and, and she's, she's really, um, taken to it a lot and loves it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we had a fantastic time filming barbecue USA. They hit it out of the park. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So, you know, you said your wife was there with you now. You're t- is the, your your Fergalicious barbecue team, is that just strictly you and your wife now, or do you have other members? No, it's just uh, it's just my wife and I. Okay. Okay, because, yeah, you, you know, she was, you saw her on, you know, all of you see on your social medias and everything, but you saw, saw her, especially on Barbecue USA, and she's got a nice little edge to her. I like it. You, you <laughs> yes, know what I mean? She does. You know, she, she, yeah. got, she got the horns going. She's into it. You know, she shares the passion with you, and I and I, you know, I find that absolutely amazing. That's a, it's a great thing to see, and you know, and she and she's there. Like you said, she she observes the the confidence also. You know, yes. she's like, you know, we're here to win. Yes, one hundred. That's yeah. it. You're here to win. You know, I'm here to do my best. No, 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 no. You're here to win. Afterwards, you can play with doing your best, you know. Once the chips fall where they are, but so so we uh you said 2012, so 10 years in, if my math's right, right? 10 years, 12, 22, yeah. 10, <laughs> it's New England math. It's Boston math. Come on now. <laughs> I'm lucky I can speak English barely. You're looking at me okay. for confirmation. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> so you've been competing for 10 years, and you come a long way, that's for sure. And now now, do you guys compete? How many events would you say you do yearly? Um, well, on a, on a four-year stretch there, I think between 2016 and 2020, we were averaging about 30 plus a year. Um, 2020 with uh, COVID and all that stuff, I only cooked the world championships that year. That was it. Um, and then in 21, I think I only did like 17 or 18. Um, and uh, this year, I think right now I've done uh, Royal Oak just this last week. And I think that was my 25th of, the, of this season. So we're kind of back on track with the 25 to 30 plus a year. Um I think that's a good number. Uh, the most we've ever done in a year was 37. Um, that was the first year we really traced, chased points. Um, and uh, that's a lot, 37. And there's guys that are doing 40 plus. Yeah. So 
Um, I try to stay around that 30 mark. Okay. Okay. Now, do you strictly do KCBS or do you dip into other organizations? Um, we've done just KCBS. Uh, obviously, I've done Memphis in May three times with my buddy from Sugarfire. Um, Smitty's been with me uh, two of those times uh, with Sugarfire. So um, that's really outside of the realm of KCBS. Uh, and of course, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an OG member of the Barbecue League. Um, and we've done some other things that are they use KCBS judging, but it's not necessarily a KCBS contest. But um, yeah, 90, 98% of what we do is KCBS contests. Cool, cool, cool. Uncle Steve, what's happening? Linda, how are you? Bruce Leach, what's up, my brother? So with that, how long were you in the game before you started coming out with your line of rubs? So the first rub was actually in um, – we were in the research and development phase when we were on Barbecue Pitmasters. So um, the first rub came out in 2015, but when we filmed that show, we were kind of in that um, development stage of that rub. Um, and so our original came out in 2015, and here we are in 2022. We have six uh, rubs now. Um the smoke show is the most recent one that just came out here um, probably just a little less than a year, about a year ago. Nice, nice. Now you have obviously the original smoke show. You have your SPG, a sweet, sweet. Am I getting that? Did I get that? Yeah, one we, just, right? we just we just call it sweet now. It's just called sweet. We okay. took the, the two off. Yeah. Then you have a red hot. Then you got one that really piqued my interest, the American pie. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's start with that one. What is the American pie rub? Um, so it is an apple cherry blend. Um Ooh. there I try I, I always try to do something different. And uh, there's a lot of apple rubs out there and there's cherry rubs out there, but there wasn't um one blended together. And so I wanted to come up with something that was unique, um, something that would hit you with sweet twice up front and then kind of kind of take it out um with some savoriness on the back end. Um, and has great color. Um, I've used this on grilled watermelon. Um, it's fantastic on chicken wings. Uh, most recently, we were at a contest this summer, and my wife got some vanilla ice cream, and we sprinkled it on top of vanilla ice ice cream. Um, last year, it was our finishing rub on our competition chicken, and it was killing it. Then um, it's just an it's great on pork, obviously, because it's apple and cherry. Um, it's a very unique product, and uh, when people use it, they're hooked. Awesome, awesome. So you know, then the red hot is obviously your spicy. So you got you got you got everything. You got the original. You got your SPG, sweet, spicy, and then the smoke show. That's that's fantastic, and it, all that's going well. Um, any issues the past few years with that due to uh, you know supply chain stuff or? No, no, we've had zero problems, um, and. Uh, the the rubs are all doing a fantastic job all around the world. Um, they're just uh, I I would have never dreamed it would do what it's doing now. Um, and it just all comes down to the time we put into it and the unique products and trying to be different. Um, and obviously, I use I use pretty much all of our products um, except for maybe one um, that we don't use in competition. That's the original. Uh, but all of them we use in competition, and uh, they're they're clearly uh, a winning product. Yes, 
You've done this before? That's a great segue. Ooh, <laughs> we're dealing with a professional today. I like it. So as far as the competitions go, like you said, I was, like, I, like I said earlier, you've been on fire lately. But let's, let's go back, you know, let, let's go back to the beginning of, October, beginning of the month. The, the Royal. How did, how did the Royal go for you? You know, the Royal is, it's always a roll of the dice, man. Yeah. It's, um, we've always had success there. Um, uh, we've always had great cooks. Um, we're always, we always get calls there this year. I got blanked for the first time in, in my career at the, at the Royal. It is what it is, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, you, you can roll your good cook. I think in the invitational, we cooked like a 692 or whatever, um, which got us like 40th or something like that out of 250 teams. Um, and you know, a lot of people want to be like, Oh, that's fantastic. You know, that's, that's really good for me. You know, I, it, I'm not satisfied with that. You know, yeah. it's, um, I, I want to do better. And in the open, you're, you're definitely rolling the dice there when you got, you know, 500 plus yeah. teams. Um, but like I said, we've never been blanked at the Royal, um, and we got blanked this year. So it is what it is. We're already qualified for next year's invitational. So, um, you know, we, right now we're just, I've, I've already forgotten about the American Royal <laughs> and, uh, um, and, uh, you know, we moved on to the Jack from there and, and, uh, that was our first, that was our first time at the Jack and, oh, really? um, yep. Yeah. We, we, uh, you know, seven years and, um, 18 GCs, we never got the, uh, never got the draw. Um, we missed the auto by one GC that first year we chased, we had six GCs that season. Um, didn't get the seventh to auto in time. And, uh, so we just never gotten the draw and we finally got the draw this year. We only had two bungs in the draw and, and we got, we got the draw this year. Perfect. So, uh, it was a great experience. We got a walk, you know, we got our yep. name call to the Jack. That was, that was great. Um, and, uh, and then we went from there to Atlanta. I've been on the road for 12 days and just got home a day ago. So. Yeah. That comes back to this weekend at the Royal Oak Charcoal Invitational. Now that is, is that obviously it's an invitational. Stating the obvious on that one, but is that just for like Royal Oak sponsored teams, or you know what I mean? Trying to come yes, up with the right phrase, the question right. Yes, it is. It is only for Royal Oak teams. Um, I am actually a Royal Oak ambassador. There's uh, there's like six of us: um, myself, Megan Day, uh, uh, Malcolm Reed, Heath Riles, uh, Mike Johnson, uh, Leslie uh, Scott. Um, uh, Craig Verhage. Um, so, uh, us ambassadors are autos into that contest. And then the rest are all Royal Oak sponsored teams that, um, you know, they have a criteria for picking them and, uh, they get the 35 best they can, uh, from our Royal Oak teams. And it's a, it's a monster tournament or contest. It's, it's totally stacked from teams from all around the country. Um, we're all cooking in the back parking lot of the Royal Oak headquarters in Roswell, Georgia, big, big money on the line. Um, and they roll out the red carpet for you. It's, it's, it's the best contest that I cook by far. Oh, cool. Cool. Now, now four categories. Yes. So it's, it's what we call a Guinea pig. Um, so it's the four categories, KCBS, but they give us the meat and we don't get to see the meat when we pick it. So they have it in the, they have it in these big bags. Um, and there's 14 chicken, there's 14 chicken thighs or legs, depending on which one you requested. Um, you get three slabs of ribs, you get two butts and you get one brisket and, um, the briskets are snake river farms, blacks. 
Um, and uh, last year they used a different pork brand. I think it was called Cheshire. This year they used Compart Duroc. Okay. And then um, the chicken, I can't remember what brand it was, but so you, there's just bags sitting out there. They're all zipped up. You don't even see the meat. You just have to go grab a bag and then you go back to your trailer and start trimming, man. Um, and we also, we're all in the same boat. We all get the same stuff. Um, so you have to, you have to, you have to cook, you have to be like on your AAA plus game for that weekend because, you know, none of it, well, not, I don't want to say none of us got to cook what we normally cook, but you know, I'm a prey fresh pork guy. So I'm mm-hmm. cooking a totally different product. Um, I cook smart chicken. I wasn't getting that. And I cook uh, snake river farms golds and I was cooking a black. So, you know, you have to make your time adjustments and all that kind of thing. And, um, so it's a it's a it's a rigorous uh, weekend, and uh, we were lucky enough to come out on top. Yeah, so that's you know that's what I was seeing. That you know I saw the post of you know uh, of you standing there with the with the big check, which the which Chrissy just to let you know the banks don't take. They don't <laughs> take the big ones for some reason. Damn it! You got to hold on to those. But grand <laughs> champion, so that was yeah. that was nice, especially like you were saying the the field you were in, you know, as far as Royal Oak goes, it's it's the best of the best. Yeah, I mean there were it, it, there were a lot of studs there, um, and it's just you know there's uh, there's a lot of adversity there that you have to overcome. You're um, like I said, you're cooking meats you're not used to cooking, and and you have to you know, you have to bring it all. And I was fortunate to not only win, but to, to, to roll my highest score ever in my career with a seven Oh eight. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that I, I saw that, you know, that, so that up, up to my today, up to date with me, that's the highest I've ever seen. You know, I see, I've seen the seven, well, 700, 701, 702, but yeah, 708. That is, you hit on everything, brother. You were dialed in. <laughs> well, we were fortunate. Um, we got a first place port call with a 180, um, got third in brisket. We were one nine from a 180 in brisket. We actually had a three-way tie for brisket. So we lost the tiebreaker and got third. And then I got 11th in chicken and ribs, um, which is um, important to know because we do a side bet called the wild child, which actually originated out there on the East coast. And normally you just do one, one meat. You just draw one of the four meats out of a, out of a hat. Everybody puts in 20 bucks. And, um, whichever meat you draw out, it's whoever gets 11th place. Well, at the Royal Oak, what we do is we do a hundred dollar bet and it's for all five. So it's for the four meats and the overall, and it pays for the 11th place person. So when chicken got called, they did the top 10. And then we said, who, who's 11th. And it was me for delicious. So that was 580 bucks. And then we went to ribs. I didn't get a call. And they said, who's the wild child. And it was me again, um, <laughs> which another 580 bucks. So, um, so the whole crowd there knew that I had two 11 places already. And then I followed that up with the first place pork with a 180 and third place uh, brisket. So we kind of knew I was in the game. Um, Rev My Rack had three calls. Um, and there were just some really good teams that had calls. And I don't ever count my my chickens, man. I never I never do that until they actually say my name. So Yeah, for sure, for sure. Michael Goff, what's up, brother? King Louie's in the house. Um, uh, Chapin Kennett is asking, um, you know, he, well, well, actually Chapin, that might be because it is Amazon. You know, when he looks on Amazon, everything is sold separately on your websites. Um, do you, do you sell bundles 
of of your seasonings, like as you know, a six the six pack or you know, a mix and match. Yeah, we do um we sell all six separately, but we also do like a combo pack. We call it the sexy six. Um and it and it saves you some money if you buy all six together. Um, we have that available on our website. As far as Amazon stuff, I don't I don't have anything to do with that. That's like people that are yeah. probably buying my rubs somewhere else and then they're putting them on Amazon and selling them. So Yeah, okay, okay. Big Kano, what's up? Joe's Meat Market. Uh, Big Rome is asking, um, what type of uh, injections do you use? Um, so I use I use a mixture of them, but the majority of the ones that I use are Cosmos. Um, okay. I'm a Cosmos uh, I'm a Cosmos Q team, so um, I've got a Cosmos injection product pro- product in every all four of my categories. I also use some Blues Hog injection as well. Um, and in August I switched over and, and started, uh, uh, mixing in some LC barbecue, yeah. uh, injections for my chicken. Um, Phil is one of my really good buddies. Um, we've done a class together and, uh, a couple of his products that I started using are freaking hitting right now and I ain't changing nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of have a plethora there, you know, it's, uh, um, I just, I want to put the best products together and, and to, that puts out the best result. So, uh, Cosmos has always been there for me, always done uh, great for me. Um, and Blue Sog, uh, Tim Shear, um, and those guys really take care of me as well. Um, and and of course, LC, a good friend. So yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Phil Phil's LC line is is incredible, absolutely fantastic. Um, we had another question. Gray Reiner asked: Is is the Royal Oak competition open to the public? As in you know, to watch and visit, not cook. So do they have like, like the, is it open to the public to come and walk around the grounds? Um, so far it has not been. Um, they basically, their, their whole, their whole motto for it is that it's a celebration for their, their staff, their employees, their employees, families, um, uh, you know, uh, customers, those kind of things. Um, so they bring a lot of that, those people in, uh, they get to walk around because they do a lot of filming. Um, and so, um, it, it's a, there's a lot of people there, but it's, it's, it, they're all related somehow or connected to Royal Oak. Um, uh, that's why they have it right there at their headquarters. Um, I just don't think it could handle, um, a whole fan base coming yeah. out there. It's not a, it's not a ginormous place. Um, but it's a beautiful place, but, uh, um, maybe they'll bring that in the future, but as of now, they don't do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joe Forestia, what's going on, brother? <clears throat> so earlier you had said once you had left the teaching, they gifted you the KCBS judges class. So you started in taking a class, and now you are given the classes. Tell <laughs> tell well, tell us a little bit about the. Uh, I know you actually. If I'm not mistaken, you actually have one coming up or just announced you have one coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the the class that I took was the CBJ class, the the judging class. Um, I've I've actually never taken a barbecue class before, but um, but yeah, I've been teaching barbecue classes since, uh, well, I think 2015 or 2016 was the first year I taught one. Um, It was just a natural. I think it was just a natural connection for me being a teacher for 21 years. Um, and teaching barbecue is so, is so much fun. Um, I mean, how many people can say they get to hang out with a bunch of awesome people, teach barbecue and have a, you know, have a, an adult beverage uh, with each other. 
Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to teach a, a barbecue in other countries um, and some more of those on the way, hopefully. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. We do have classes coming up. Um, I ran a barbecue store for the last four and a half years here in Kansas City, and I left that store in April. And um, I uh, teamed up with a store in Denver called Proud Souls uh, Barbecue. They have two locations, in uh, one in Denver, one in Littleton. And we are now going to open up a Proud Souls here in Kansas City uh, called Proud Souls KC up in KC Mo, and then uh, up in the north area and what they call Northland. And so I've been hired by Proud Souls to kind of do the PR and marketing and um, and uh, many more uh, facets that I'll, I'll be involved with. But uh, that's where my classes will be this year. Um, we've got a uh, comp class in December, January, and February. Uh, all of that stuff is at fergaliciousbarbecue.com. You can sign up there. They're kind of filling up fast now. Um, and we're hoping to open that new store on December 1st, and it's going to be the most badass freaking barbecue store on planet Earth, bro. I'm going to tell you that right now. All right. All right. Nice, nice. There you have it, guys. You know, so much information, so much, you know, like I said, he, Richard is absolutely hot right now, especially after this weekend. And, you know, barbecue class is coming up. So if you're in the area uh, and interested in taking his classes, you know, hop on the website, Fergalicious.com. Fergaliciousbbq.com. You know, yep. you have all the information right there, right there. Awesome, awesome. Um, I have my own question, personal question for you, I suppose. Have you ever cooked smoke on the mountain in Galax, Virginia? I have not cooked that. That's a double, right? Um, I believe. Oh, no. So. Uh, no, I that's believe it's that, just that, a single. That's the one that has the, that's the one that has the MBN too, right? Yeah, uh, yes, I believe so. It, it's going to be, I think this year, July 21st and 22nd. They have the whole hog category and KCBS, right? They yeah, do all that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they give, all, I've always been intrigued by it. Yeah, they give uh, the you know the trophies a wild. They they have a guy literally makes musical instruments, and those are oh, wow. yeah, you know the 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 fiddles, the acoustic guitars, then banjos for grand champions of both days, and uh, Mark, nice. Mark Williams from Swine Life Barbecue was telling me about it because. Uh, I was just with him a few weeks back, beginning of October. On my way to Texas, I swung in to Malcolm's shop, and we were we were talking. Mark's been a guest a few times, and he's like, he's like Johnny. He goes, "You got to come to Galax, man." He goes, "Out of all these competitions, that it is, it's just something special about it." He goes, "Don't even think." He goes, "I'll give you a little hint. Don't even think of trying to get your brisket above two hundred degrees." Cause it ain't yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> right. The elevation, yeah. yeah. But but yeah. So that, that that's that's one of the, that's the top one on my list for the, for this upcoming year. So I'm gonna, I'm asking all the boys if they've ever cooked it and if they any interest in going and uh, do a little meetup or something there. Bring the new pit out on the road. Put some miles on that bad girl. <laughs> Have some fun with the boys. But, man, Richard, thank you so much for taking the time. Like I said, I know you're super busy. I appreciate each and every minute that you gave me today. Uh, where can everybody find you social media-wise? Obviously, we know Fergaliciousbarbecue.com. 
but all, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Links in the comment below. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're us. we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Snapchat. Everything's at Fergalicious BBQ. Um, so you can follow us on all those all, all those social avenues. Um, along with um, our new store opening, Proud Souls KC. We're also on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and so if you want to, if you're in this area or you want to find out more about it, if you're traveling in, you can check that out as well. So um, anything you need, rubs, classes. Um, Merch, whatever, you can find that all at our website at FergaliciousBBQ.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Check them out there, guys and gals. Get yourself some of the the rub line. Get that six-pack because, you know, you got to try it all. You're going to try one, you got to try them all. Mix and match. Have a little fun. Heck yeah. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much, Richard. I appreciate it. Hang on one second. I'll jump right back in with you. Awesome guest. Awesome guy, down to earth, you know, the wrestling coach. I love that. Yeah, that's cool. You know, um, you know, teacher, more importantly. Yeah. You know, fantastic, fantastic. Smitty, you stirred me right, brother. You stirred me right. (laughs) Certainly did. You know, we're we're getting through it. We're getting through it. All all these guys. But yet another great guest. They just keep on rolling. I know. They keep on rolling, but... Listen, folks, we got a busy month coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to figure out next week, mm-hmm. the week after, I think we, one of these, I got I to gotta get in touch with Ray Sheehan yeah. from Barbecue Buddha and Ray, talk about his new restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to do Mark Williams because we're going to try to get the Buck Junkie guys on. Yes. Yep. Because it is hunting season pretty much uh, everywhere no. now. Oh, wow. So a little wild game cooking talk, mm-hmm. a little deer camp cooking talk. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Barbecue, Hall of Famer Ray Lampy will be joining us November 15th to talk Thanksgiving turkeys. Yeah. All everything turkey. Yeah. In, we're going to be turkeys that day. I'm a turkey. Everybody. And then... Uh, <laughs> Then I got to take care of December, which I'll, yeah. we're going to talk about just after mm-hmm. this. <laughs> but that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. Social media, hit us up. All the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, each and every one of you, for the support each and every week. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.